Good morning, America. This is Dominic, your host, and your co-host, Liam. Liam Walzer. And this is episode 11 of Time of Life. Episode 12. Episode 11. Oh, it's wait. episode 12. Episode 12. Fuck. Yeah, you dumb fuck. I always forget what episode we're on. Yeah, I know. You can't forget the first one. No, not the first one. The first one's the only one you can't forget. If you forget oh, yeah. the first one, you're just you're at, you have an IQ of thirty. But that was a while ago, so how could you forget that one? Ah, oh, that's true. Okay, all right, we got two guests today. We got uh, our Mister Next Wannabe Charlie Puth, and oh, that's that's me, I guess. That's you, Kyle. That's you, it's Kyle. Kyle. It's Kyle, and then we also have Liam's girlfriend. I'm heaven. Heaven and earth, she is here. <laughs> Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell, where the backside is hell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you remember I was talking to me about that? What? No, never mind. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. First question I got for you guys. If you find a dead body in your home, what's the first thing you do? And you cannot uh, use call the cops. I can't call the cops. You can't call the cops first. I was going to say, like, obviously I'm not the one who murdered the person. So, like, it wouldn't really be my fault. But we'll say it this way. You're in a scenario where if you call the cops, they're going to blame you. Uh, okay. So that's basically the entirety of it. What would be the first thing you would do? Uh, Probably, like, do something that, like, Jeffrey Dahmer did, like, dissolve the body or something In or like, like, acid? like maybe like i don't know like this sound weird but like if i had like no other choice i would like probably eat him <laughs> like not gonna what? lie like why because like i don't know like i mean i'm not a cannibal but like if there is like literally no other option and like i have to because like there is if, hundreds of other options like there's like dissolving him but then like i don't know because like i feel like in that like Jeffrey Dahmer like show like it it took like so long for like the body to dissolve. You know, do you realize you have a wood chipper? You could throw him in the lake, throw him down well, the throw river. Well, throwing no, because those are very, those um, are bad options still. Because if you'd like throw it in the river, if, like there's still air in their lungs, like they'll float. So you have to like puncture the lungs first. Don't ask how I know that, but. She knows I that just know. from Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, yeah, because like <laughs> if you if you like bury him or like do any of the other stuff that you said, they're immediately gonna end up finding it. You literally have to like make the entire body disappear. That's why either eating them or like dissolving them, even like burning them, even like burning a person is still like you can still figure out. Like that, there's like a dead body there. Well, this is this is not advice to actually do this. <laughs> yeah, like don't like we obviously just talking about extreme scenario this, here where somebody finds their a dead body in their home and the cops are gonna immediately blame you. What are you supposed to do? <clears throat> you know what? I yeah. I would get a. What would you do? I would buy a wood chipper. Well, but, but then chop it up all the way, and then, then like, from there you can literally. Exact same thing, acid. Literally, it, it would dissolve the body much. It would dissolve it way more, and then you would have a lot smaller bone pieces that you could definitely hide much easier than the other way around. Yeah, but like, 
Like you can't just scatter them everywhere, you know. Like you'd have to actually dissolve them too. Well, I feel like what if you just scatter like a certain part of them in each place, like a different place? No, but this is after a wood chipper, the bones are gonna be so small it's gonna be like minuscule, so you wouldn't even know anyways. If you throw it in the river, nobody's going to be able to go find every single one of those pieces. True. So, I mean, that would be probably the way I would do it because that'd be much easier. Then you wouldn't have to worry about no evidence, really. You see, like, you see, like, people, like, who, like, go, like, uh, like, deep diving or whatever that, like, he's, like, I see these people on TikTok and, like, they'll find, like, murder weapons, like, bones of, like, humans so if you just chuck the bones, like, even if they're, like, the tiniest little pieces, it'll still look, like, somewhat obvious. Like, it, like, it especially be, yeah, if, like, bo- in, like, a river, in, like, a like river, fish. like, there was, there's not really a lot of rocks, like, down there. So it'd just be, like, with What are you talking sand. about? A river has tons of rocks. It, isn't it just, like, snow <laughs> and mud? And sometimes that's a mudslide. Most rivers, more, most clear rivers I'm clear water rivers sure are rocks most of the time there's like yeah like on the shoreline like on the shore area no but like, that's the shore areas that where the sand is i'm talking about a real river a river if it's clean water clean oh wait i'm thinking of a lake never mind yeah yeah i'm yeah, like, like what are you thinking have, about like rivers yeah. flow but then if you throw it in a river wouldn't it like wash up like eventually somewhere you do realize these are bits and pieces of tiny ass bones. You wouldn't even know what the hell I know, they are. But trust me, people are gonna find it. Like you really have. Yeah, to, if like, somebody does some DNA, you literally on it, have but to. It would like, be, make it would it be so unlikely. But who would it's even know? Possible. Who would even know? That's the entirety of it. Who would you? Who would even know that threw them in there? Exactly. You'd have to have some other evidence. If you're in an unknown location that doesn't have cameras or satellite or whatever. You're not going to know at all, ever. Hmm. I don't know. It's Eventually, I think why Jeffrey, especially why Jeffrey Dahmer got away from away with it so long that he did is there just he wasn't was really at, a, like hiding enough evidence. And yeah. he, would, he figured out the way to do it. Well, he also I also heard like as I was like watching that like show, like he eventually just started targeting like, like black people in like bad communities because like when the police showed up they didn't they weren't really suspecting like obviously like the black person to do anything wrong. i think he was just more attracted to him or, sorry, i think that's what they said about it he wrong. said he was more attracted to him mm, i don't know because i remember like watching like the scene where they were interrogating him and it was like the black like um it was like the black cop or whatever and he's like yeah you purposely went after black uh teenagers for a certain reason just so you can get away with it easier because especially like even in that time in like the 90s it was still like there was still a lot of like racism going i mean there still is today which sadly but i feel like, like it's toned so far back it doesn't really matter as much anymore i don't think it really is a big big as deal as it is racism because yeah especially i feel like part of that um, has to do with did you not like hear the black lives matter like thing that went on like a couple yeah, years ago? i under no that's what we talked about previously is it started off that way and now it's just gotten out of control where it's just black lives matter black lives matter i'm like well that's where they turned into all lives matter 
Like, why yeah. can't we just do that instead of just black? Yeah. Specifically, Black Lives Matter. You still uh, have no. the I rest of the that. population that's Asian, white, Caucasian. Like, all lives really matter. Like, Latinas, I Latinos. I think, I think Black Lives Matter was just one of those things where it was like a um, social media. Like It's just social media blows scare, up the wrong like, things. You know, they yeah. literally blow up the wrong things. They don't even, they only pay attention to the white on black stuff never black on whites it's never black on black black or black on asian it's just white on black that's quite literally the only reason why because reality like every life every life matters like it does we all bleed the same like blood we all like we all have blue blood until it's supposed to oxygen oh did you know that i actually didn't know that. technically (laughs) technically your blue your blood is blue that's why your veins are blue because you technically sure. have blue blood, but until it once it becomes exposed with oxygen, that's when it turns red. I actually did not know that. I learned fuck? that. I learned that uh, a while ago. I think I learned that in like sixth grade or something, and that's I've just always stuck with that. But then, like when you're getting blood drawn, like from your veins or whatever, it comes out red because it exposed to oxygen. The re- you do realize that that pipe or that hose or whatever has oxygen in it you can't get rid of all that oxygen yeah and when it pumps out so it, it takes like, part of the oxygen out but it's still gonna come out red it just because immediately it's still, like turns red like, yeah the, the reaction when you get to chemistry if you ever take chemistry 152 uh basically all it is is the reaction and color is one of those that's very very high once it oxygen is one of those that the radio reaction is so high it's like instantaneously so as soon as it gets exposed to air, it's just instantaneously. While sometimes, you know, sugar and water, it doesn't dissolve right away. It takes a little bit of time. The rate of reaction of that is a lot slower than if it was oxygen to blood. That's yeah. the entirety of it. That makes sense. Yeah. Like a lot of things just have like faster reactions than like other things pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Which one do we want to do? Oh, yeah. We'll do a. A limit. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what would you do if you had to hide a body? I think. I, you mean if I found a body? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would hide it. Well, first I would see who it is first, because I'm like, who the fuck is this dead person in my house? Like, who are you? Do I know you? And then hide it, or maybe even like. I feel like if you do research on it, then they're gonna be more out. It's gonna lead more to you. I. I don't know. Because well, I feel like the government definitely tracks that shit. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. Just look at them just to see who they are. And if I know anyone that knows them or would try to, like, try and, like, frame me. I don't know. But I would just hide it. Just, like, dispose the body. Get rid of it all together? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we kind of had anyways. It's like, that's the only way you can really do it. If all the evidence is going to line up to you, it's like, you obviously didn't do it. But you're going to be scared because you're like, yeah, it's people gonna are going to come over sketchy. and be like, what the hell? Like, you're just going to be like scared all the time. Yeah. Even if you didn't do it, like you're going to be like the number one suspect. Yeah. Because that's in your house. It's true. Well, unless you hide it somewhere else. But you got to have basically nobody watching you, which is yeah, almost impossible. Yeah, but it's impossible. also like if, say, like there's blood everywhere, too, and like trying to clean that up, trying to like get rid of all that evidence. It's kind of hard. Have you seen some movies? They do it all the time. Movies aren't realistic. 
They can be. Well, they definitely. I think they did have some scientists behind some why they how you clean blood, especially bleach is one of those and yeah. different all these different things. But I guarantee there's a way to clean up blood, no matter what it's on. It could be on carpet. It could be on tile floor. I guarantee it's going to be cleaned up some way or another. You can find a way. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition to this a little bit different. I think it was one of the last questions I told you. Where would you draw the line of doing the deed? Draw the line? Like, yeah, where would be the one place you'd be like, I will never do it there? Definitely not in, like, a public restroom. Like, it, like I've heard stories of people, like, 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 I would just say, like, I heard stories from ex-friends or whatever that tell me, and they've done it in like the mall and like a public restroom like especially with that like packed of an area i would like you have to be like crazy the family restaurant the family yeah <laughs> well like even like that like still like when you like just come out and like somebody sees like a guy and a girl like you obviously know that they did something you know so it's just like i don't know i'd the only time I would consider doing it in like a public restroom would probably be like on a plane, just like that's what that was gonna be the like next thing. The I was like, like high club. I was gonna say, did you want to? Would you join the Mile High Club? Yeah, I would only do it once. So like, just to say you joined the Mile High Club. Yeah, pretty much, just to do it. I don't know what what would you do. I don't, I don't know if I would do it on a plane, but like. I've never been in a plane bathroom before, so I don't really know how, like... What do you mean you've never been to a plane bathroom? Yeah, I've never been... I've never used a bathroom on a plane before. What'd you use? A cup? Just kidding. No, I just... <laughs> I just sat there. Um, but, I mean, I don't... I don't know if, like, it's big enough in there, I guess, then... I guarantee you there's some of them that are probably big enough. 100%. You ever seen that... Uh, the scene from Tommy Boy. Do you guys know what Tommy Boy is? No. Oh, shoot. It's kind of hard to explain <laughs> it then. But basically, it was so small, and he just got, like, all the all the possible scenarios that could go wrong. It literally happened. He was trying to change out of his suit, and one of the his tie got stuck in the toilet, and it was, like, banging his head on, oh, <laughs> on I the think... toilet seat. Wait, I think. It sounds familiar. I don't. I it's haven't Tommy seen Boy. it, but I think it I've seen a Tommy clip. It is Tommy Boy. Yeah. Is that the like movie with like his like dad dies or something? Or yes. Whatever? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I've seen Tommy that. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like gets the company or whatever. Yeah, he does get the. He takes over for the company. Yeah, yeah. And he has I've to go out movie. and be the salesman and yeah. sell his product, his specific brake parts, yeah. rather than everybody else. And eventually, he gets the biggest, whatever car manufacturer to purchase all of their or every single break is going to be this com their company's breaks. Yeah, I've seen that movie. But probably like once cuz like But yeah, that's faint. how small some of the bathrooms are, but I feel like if you ever get on like a private jet, like they have literally beds on there. They have they don't even wear seat belts most of the yeah. time. Especially in a Yeah, I know it's expensive, but I mean, if you had that chance, I'd be like, like, "Okay, fuck class, it. Let's do it." Kind of Oh I've yeah, always, I've always wanted to ride first class just to like experience it. I mean, depending on where you're going, yeah. Like if it's a really long using. trip, like if it's like, 
like maybe like here to like Europe or like China. Yeah, and Japan. they give you like free drinks. Yeah, and they free, give you free food. Free food. And the well, food, it's not really like, free, but you really paid for it, prior. Yeah, it, you pay for the whole ticket thing. Like yeah, and then you just get unlimited of all those things. Yeah. And I have you ever heard uh, Steve Harvey talk about that? Uh, no. Or at I, least a clip of it. Yeah, he's basically he said that I. He's like, I recommend everybody here, if you want to be rich, I recommend everybody here purchase a first-class ticket one time and enjoy every little bit out of it. And he's like, as soon as those curtains close in the front of the plane for the first class, there's food, free drinks, there's free everything. And you realize it's more expensive to do it that way, but... Ultimately, the reason why that is he says that way is because as soon as you go to the back of the plane, you know exactly what's going on in the first class plane and you get mad because you're like, I want to be in that first class. I want to be enjoying all that food, enjoying all the alcohol that they're enjoying without me. Yeah. So he made it so you you would have that dream to be like i want to do every single flight that's what i want to experience every single time i don't want to be in the back of the plane getting crackers or whatever it is biscoff cookies yeah i want to have all that extra leg room i want to have a mattress where i could just lay down i don't have to sit up the entire time so what are you saying that like people are more motivated when they see other people more like comfortable or something yeah they they want basically you're tricking the, your brain into saying i want to live that comfortable lifestyle the only way i can do that is if i make more money than i currently am yeah i guess if that what motivates you then that's that's the way to do it i mean that's like, just one way to yeah. do it though is you could purchase something really expensive that it's a one time once in your lifetime thing or what if you realize that I want to live that lifestyle the rest of my life. The only way you're going to do that is you're going to force yourself to work even harder. So you will be able to do that every single day, like going onto a yacht for a week all by yourself or with whoever you're with. What if you did that every single day for six months straight? It'd get boring as fuck. Yeah, it would get boring a little bit, but it's better than, sitting at a dead-end job nine-to-five job doing absolutely nothing like, no, that's... i i kind of disagree with that because like i feel like like so many like rich and successful people say this if you don't have a purpose and you're like not keeping yourself busy like with like something that motivates you and makes you happy then you're not gonna like enjoy life as much like yeah obviously people want to have a yacht and like go on it every day but you obviously don't know that if you go on a yacht every single day for like six months, you're gonna get bored as shit. Yeah, I guarantee you, you 100% will get time, bored of you're it. going to get bored as shit because you're not, you have no purpose. You're not, people wanna have a job, not necessarily for the money, just something that they know that they're doing something good for society and they enjoy doing it. And it's what makes them happy. Yeah, usually I think it's just if it makes you happy or not. If it yeah, doesn't ha- make exactly. you happy, you need to leave that job, unfortunately. Like, you need to leave it pretty soon because otherwise you're just going to get to a point where you're just so unhappy with yourself. It affects your life outside of work. 
And when that really takes over, then your entire mindset changes. Everything negative goes about everything just because of your one job. And you're not valuing your family, your coworkers, your everybody else outside of work. You're not really valuing any of that. You're just thinking about how shitty your job is. Or how can you pay it? Because, like, I don't know. Some people, like, they have shitty jobs and they obviously don't make enough money. Like, living paycheck to paycheck. Like, that's that's also something that's, like... If you're living really, paycheck to paycheck, like, you will never really become sad. rich. Yeah. You literally like, will never become rich if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the way it is in life. Especially in America, you will never become rich that way. It's just impossible. Especially if you don't have any savings, you're not investing in anything. You're going to be living that day-to-day job for the rest of your life. You're just going to retire and probably not even have any money to retire, actually. You probably won't even have it. You're just going to work work. to the day you die. Yeah. And that's not a good lifestyle to live, honestly. Like You need to find a way. You need to find a balance so you can retire at any age that you want to yeah like my goal is to retire by like 35 or 40 i'm thinking 40 yeah. i really don't 40, want to work past 40 yeah like because then in 40 i mean you're still i mean i consider 40 to be like kind of like young still i mean you can still, at least go do different things yeah i mean that's where a lot of i feel like a lot of people actually that's where a lot of things start deteriorating like your eyesight your hearing your your bowel movements everything that's where you have to get prostate exams and all that stuff i think 40 is one of those numbers that all of a sudden everything starts shutting down in your body especially if you're not eating well yeah like there's like a lot of 40 year olds that are like absolutely like jacked they're eating well they're happy with their lives and then there's 40 year olds who like literally look like they're like 80 and they look like shit and they don't like eat healthy and they're not they don't happy. take care of themselves at all and the people who are 40 and eating healthy and working out and stuff those are the ones that are gonna live for a very long time possibly to like 100 years old the ones who don't are just building up their lives for death in the next like 20 years and they won't make it past like 60 Especially if you have, I feel like one motivator to it is if you do have children and your doctor literally, I've heard it so many times when your doctor says, do you want to be there for your children's graduation or your child's graduation? And obviously they're going to be like, yes. I was like, well, you're not going to live that long if you don't change it. Yeah. And that's where really reality sits with them. And why not just start sooner so you don't have to worry about ever hearing those words? Yeah. And you live day to day, be like, I get the, I know I'm going to be able to. Yeah, obviously you never know when you're going to die, but if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to really understand what really happens until you get to 40 when your doctor says, you're not going to live very much longer if you keep eating this way or doing it this way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I feel like uh, I think you need to change yourself way earlier in life, especially if you're like 20 right now. Yeah. Or younger, like like 18 to 20. I feel like that's when a lot of things start to change. Like you need to start those habits like right away. Like 
Yeah, I know. Healthy, healthy eating is expensive. Like, I know right healthy eating is like, boring. Then it's it's going to like take a toll on you because then you're not like practicing. Like you're not practicing saving, investing, working out, staying healthy. When it's just going to like, if you don't do this, like in an early stage, your mind's not going to realize how important this is. And you're just going to end up developing bad habits over time. Yeah, it's 100% true. I believe that 100%. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I feel like more people need to start things sooner than what they actually, than they currently are. I think they're like, I could just eat like shit because I'm young. So young. Like, I feel like that's a terrible thing that older people tend to say to you. It's like, because they did that exact same thing. And now look what they are. They have to change their entire diet completely. And they regret it because they could have kept eating somewhat unhealthy. Now they're like so unhealthy physically or mentally or one of the two that they're no longer able to eat a little bit of cheat meals now they can't have any cheat meals at all because they took so poor care of their body every now and then it's okay to have a little bit of a cheat a cheat day or a cheat diet i should say but definitely not every single day if you're doing it every single day your just body is not going to respect you from it and also another thing is your body gets used to you doing unhealthy things like your body like relies on it that's why when people like vape or like have alcoholic addictions their body is literally relying on that substance to survive vaping vaping and smoking is one of the worst things you can do literally like your brain there should be no reason your brain is literally releasing like no dopamine it just is literally relying on nicotine and that's why people like they literally tell you these stories like even like when these people like get in these like shitty ass like nicotine addictions like and they've been smoking for four plus years they literally they can't even sleep because when you sleep and you've just been smoking nicotine for so long you literally wake up in the middle of the night grab your vape take a hit and then go back to sleep without like sometimes they don't even know it they don't even know that it's going on because their brain is literally telling them that they literally need to do this like they need to smoke nicotine because that's how addictive it gets because without without like smoking like nicotine your brain isn't producing any sort of dopamine it's not producing any happiness that's why people want that that's just why people want that buzz they want that like fix to make them feel good but in reality it's it's gonna kill you in like 10 you just, years you're literally smoking an exhaust pipe that's literally yeah. what it is it's just chemicals going straight to your lungs like literally like it it's unhealthy like i know so many of my friends in the future i'm not gonna be able to see them because they're all gonna be dead they're all gonna be dead pretty soon unfortunately yeah. that's gonna be the that's the reality of what it is they're gonna be dead much sooner than us yeah because we're not doing all that shit then you can hear so many people be like oh my left lung is like totally effed like i can't run like 100 meters i'm just like i really can never do that ever again because they've been doing it for so long it's kind of it's kind of weird like i like i go to the gym and i'll see like people with their vapes like working out like they'll just have it like next to all their like stuff and i'm like how do you work out and also like vape like my lungs would be collapsing. I feel yeah, like my, if I, my lungs if I would did be that, done. Like, I don't know how people do that. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Some people are just built different. 
I guess. It's the David Groggins of vaping. <laughs> yeah. Vaping and then, all right, I got to do the sesh. All right, let me get a pump in. All right. Um, let's see. What are different scars you've had or the weirdest scars and what are the stories behind them? Scars? Yeah. So I'm going to start with one. So right here on my right elbow, I have like a little round lump. It's not really a lump. It's like a scar. I can never get rid of it. It used to be what much worse than it is actually now. I'm surprised that it's like almost gone actually. I've had it for so long. I think at age 12, I decided we were going up to Pine Top. We were kind of enjoying ourselves. Like I was visiting my mom's friends or my whole family was, I should say. Uh, Let's see. Why don't we all go from there? Let's see. We all decided let's go for a walk. And me and my sister's like, no, we're going to take our bikes. Let's be honest. Like we're not going to want to go walk. Most kids don't want to walk. They would, they're okay riding their bikes because they get to have the thrill of riding fast. So we were going along, walking along and we see this big ass hill, like pavement hill where it goes, there's like four houses up on top. So when the snow actually it's pine top, so it does snow there when the snow melts, obviously it goes right down the houses. So that's like prime real estate to live at the very top and not the bottom because you won't be having water in your house ever. At least if you don't have a leak. Well, so as we were going past this, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up that hill and go as fast as I can go down that. So, yeah, I literally drove our road all the way to the top. I'm like, all right, dad, you ready? I'm going to fly by you here. What I didn't do is I didn't realize that if I went straight, I would have been fine. So yeah, as I was going down, I was probably going like 45. I was probably, well, let's be realistic. I was probably going 30 miles an hour. That's still fucking pretty And that was still fucking bike, fast like- too. So my dad's like, go this way, go this way, go this way. And I was like, I thought he was saying go right. And he was actually pointing straight. <laughs> so I was going to go right. I was going to take a right turn. So when I did my Literally, my tires slipped from the snow melting. Yeah, no and they shit. Because you're like taking a fucking hard ride. Yeah, I know. I was taking a literally hard ride at 30 miles an hour, and my I was at an angle like this the entire way down, and then my back tire just went whoop, and I literally hit the concrete or the asphalt, and I just skidded across it for like damn. four or five feet in a row, and I was like, God damn. And I had this big ass blood gushing out of my right elbow. It wasn't really that bad, to be honest. I had a big scar on my knee, which actually, I wouldn't even say a scar, a big scab on my knee the next day. Yeah, I didn't have a scar, actually. But it was so funny because my dad was like, You should have gone straight. You should have gone straight. Why didn't you listen to me, dumbass? <laughs> I was like, You were pointing right. You were pointing right. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know. That was just one of the funniest scars I've ever had. It's just, I was just being dumb. Like literally I've had two concussions. One of them though, actually they, I think they both happened in Mexico. I don't remember one of them. One of them. I was actually just being a dumb kid. I don't know why or how it happened other than like, I felt a little sleepy on the go-kart, uh, a golf cart, I should say. 
so we were going down this path we were going down a little bit of hill and I was standing up and holding it to the side and I don't know what reason I had but I must have been just didn't sleep very well the night before and I started like dozing off as I was holding on and I woke up back at the cabin and my dad's like trying to wake me up he's trying to wake me up and I would not wake up I'm like no I'm tired I'm going back to bed and oh, he just shit. kept waking me up waking me up let alone and then about I think half an hour went by I woke up in an ambulance literally going oh. back to the United States damn yeah and we I think it was like an hour ride back to the United States and my mom was like wake your son fucking up right now to my dad because <laughs> I literally had a concussion yeah and you're gonna like die if I was basically gonna die up. if they didn't wake me up yeah die from a coma so they were just like kept waking me up waking me up I'm like oh my god I just want to sleep like leave me alone <laughs> no I was I have a pretty similar story but it was like when I was like a baby right and my mom's friend was like in town from like Oregon and uh we were at like my old house at the time and I guess for some reason like we were in the garage like I don't know why but she was like I don't know like you know when you like throw up like you're like throwing a baby and like they're like laughing and stuff like that mm -hmm. and like I don't this doesn't make any fucking sense because we were like right underneath the garage right like the metal garage and she like threw me up like way too high and my head like hit the fucking ceiling and like my head like literally cracked open <laughs> and then i had to be like rushed to the fucking hospital like did you get stitches yeah oh wow it really was serious then yeah i don't know well it you're was, still here yeah with somewhat of a brain injury oh i have two of them <laughs> so don't worry about it it, it takes me a couple times i feel like it definitely affected me because I have to sometimes read. I have to read something twice for me to understand it. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's how I am too. Like, and sometimes, it, like, some people could just pick it up, like, right away after reading it. I'm like, I forgot everything I just did. And I have to read it twice just for me to understand it. And I feel like part yeah. of that was that. Uh, do you have any stories? I don't, sadly. I mean, like, I have scars, but I don't have any weird stories behind them. I have a lot of scars on my knees from, like, eating shit as a kid. Um, from what? Dirt biking? No, like, falling. Oh, just being <laughs> Dripping, <calm. laughs> yeah. Very clumsy child. <laughs> like, in first grade, I was, like, running, and I was, like, bringing these balls back to, like, the this, like, area that I got them, because, like, recess was over, and I was... I tripped over a rock and it was like this really rough, gravelly like. Oh, those are the worst. And I areas. like slid, and my knees were so torn up. And I went to the nurse, and I was like, "I this hurts. Like, can you help me?" And she's ice. like, "She's like, no, no, you're fine." Here's some ice. I was like, <laughs> "Ice was fixes like, everything for a school bitch. nurse." She gave me nothing. She didn't give you nothing. She didn't, give me she shit. didn't even give you ice. No, she's like, no, you're oh, not. Oh my! She's like, you're not bleeding, so you're fine. My elementary nurse, <laughs> ice. Every little, every little thing is like, I have a headache, ice. I have a knee injury, ice. I have a broken arm. Here's ice. some ice. I'm like, are you serious? Like, like a broken like arm. <laughs> like what is that supposed to do? I actually almost broke my arm once in fourth grade, and like I went to the nurse, and I didn't, I didn't get anything. I just got to lay in the bed. 
in like miss just class the, yeah miss yeah class. i was i was on monkey bars and i was like swinging around oh, a funny. little too fast and i i felt like this on my arm like i flew off backwards and i went like i felt like that Ooh. and i made such a scene too <laughs> i was so dramatic about it a tantrum little i was tantrum. like in fourth oh, yeah. grade <laughs> i remember like when i was like on the monkey bars and like i never like experienced this before i was in like like second grade or something and like i was on the monkey bars i guess and then i like i slipped and i like landed on my back and you know like when you get like the wind like knocked out of you i was like <gasps> like it like i was like what the fuck <laughs> i've had that happen in wrestling but funny enough with uh monkey bars my sister actually broke her arm twice off the monkey bars damn and the best part was literally the first time she broke her arm and i went up to the office and i was like okay mercy you'll be fine you'll be fine my mom picks her up she takes her to the hospital she goes through six or eight months in the cast her arm was just finally good to go she decided, you know what? I'm going to go on the monkey bars again. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. She broke it the day she got off the cast. The same arm? The, sa the same reason, the same arm. Wow. And the same day. Literally. That's crazy. She literally what broke the it the, same, the day she got it off. Like, she went up in the morning. She's like, I get to get my cast off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went back on the monkey bars, broke it again, and my teacher is like, your sister's in the office. She broke her arm. And I was like, again? I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, she just got Damn. it. I was like, are she you sure? She just, just literally fixed this. She just got her cast off today. She's like, like, yeah, she's in the, was she's like in the, the same, nurse like, office. Was it like the same bone and shit? Like, yeah, literally the same uh, bone same and everything. Spot. It was it wasn't the exact same spot. I actually hear that when you break your arm, your that specific part where it heals up is actually the strongest. Really? Yeah, it's the strongest part of your bone now. And so I don't know why that, makes that sense, is cuz it's like rebuilding. Yeah, it's, it's like rebuilding so, and it's like the newest part of the bone essentially. So that would just be like, considered the strongest. When you like scrape like some skin off or like you fall or something. Like when that skin like regrows back, it's tougher than it's it was tougher, before. Yeah. Just like how we get calluses on our hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have anything else for this podcast? I mean, that was probably a what forty minute podcast. So I mean, yeah, I'm good to end it there if you want. Yeah, we can end here. I'm sure we'll we'll have many other episodes coming soon. Um, we're still gonna... got eighty eight more to go. Yeah, we still have a long time for we hit that milestone. The 100. 100 We've already episode. hit our 10 milestone. We got to do something like crazy. For our 100th, yeah. We'll decide when we get when we get closer to it. We're still a ways away from that, so probably a year away. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, if we're doing like one or two a week. Like, yeah, we're a year away from that still. We're going to be like till like next year doing podcasts. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, glad you guys glad to have everybody here yeah everyone watching thank you we always appreciate our our viewers and uh shout out to patrick and zach being number one fans of time of life hopefully they are enjoying this episode they probably are they're probably <laughs> eating some pot brownies <laughs> <enjoying> <laughs> yeah all right thank you guys and we'll catch you in the next one see ya